the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. It's an election day special. It sure is. It's the election day edition. <laughs> the Ride Home. No, really, it isn't. No, no really, no. isn't. We, we don't, we, we're going to talk about voting. Got, yeah, but, but we do politics light here. We try to be an oasis for people who... Have different political leanings. Please, yes. Because you know what? Being a Christian isn't the same thing as belonging to a political party. It is not. Mm-mm. Not of this world, Mm-mm. right? Yeah. You want to be informed, of course. And sure. You, and and you voting. Definitely want to vote. You definitely want to vote. Yeah. But it's just a different we're thing. We're not going to tell you how to yeah, vote. Yeah, we're not going to tell you how to vote. Nope. But I will tell you that it's a spectacular day. Lovely day. In mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And um, I loaded up my car uh, today to make an exciting stop on the way home. You know you have packages you need to return? You know, like something you bought on Amazon that didn't work mm. oh, out, yeah, sure, sure, sure. or something. And you know how they tend to—I don't know—to congregate or linger in your car. Yeah, you think I'm going to get—I'll do that Friday, yeah. and you're like, I don't want to do it Friday. I'll do it Monday. That I'm pretty busy. I'm kind of tired Monday. Maybe I'll do it Wednesday. No. Tonight, I'm I'm telling all of you on the way home because I'm going to hold myself to it. I'm actually going to stop and send these things. Back. Will you go to a locker? Uh, I will locker? go to the Coles location. Oh. In my neighborhood. What's that like? I've never done that. It's fine. You walk. They're very nice. The service desk. You walk. No, you have to walk up to a special Amazon desk. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You can. Someone's there. Yep. Manning the desk. Show them your little QR code that you have on your uh, email from the company and you return your stuff. I tend to go into the uh, locker room uh, in Oakland. I've never done that. Oh, it's, it's easy. Is it? It's, it's kind of like the same thing at Kohl's, I would imagine. Yeah. There's an attendant there. Is there a person there? there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because. But there's, it's hard to park there, isn't it? Uh, no, they have little sort of like curbside reserve parking. Oh. But it is Oakland, so. Yeah. Right, so there's, right. I think it's down the street from the old Decade, somewhere in that, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a block over. Mm-hmm. Not that I know the Decade very well. Yeah. I slept out or in front decade. of it. So I could somewhere in that area. get you two tickets. Can you imagine if you told yourself if you were sleeping out in front of the Decade decades ago that you would be returning a package no. that was sent to you from no. some multinational corporation? No. Who, right? who was the president of which was fighting with the President of the United States on Twitter a few days ago. <laughs> exactly. How weird is that? It's very strange. Right, the world speak, that we live in. Speaking of the President, I have some news. All right. As we always do, we get underway. We take a quick look at the news. Kath, please, uh, the top news stories of the day. Give us the top four at four. For Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, number one, mm-hmm. President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden visiting Buffalo, New York today to pay respects to the 10 people who were killed in a mass shooting at a supermarket and offer condolences to the families of the victims of the racially motivated massacre. According to CBS News, Mr. Biden joined on the trip today by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, both Democratic senators from New York. Uh, also delivered remarks during which he called it a despicable act 
terrorism motivated by a hateful and perverse ideology that tears at the soul of our nation, according to a White House official. And I think that is well said. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Number two, Elon Musk said his $44 billion purchase of Twitter just cannot move forward, John, until the company is clear about how many of its accounts are fake. Too many bots. Exactly. In a tweet early this morning, Mr. Musk estimated that fake users make up at least 20% really? of all Twitter accounts. But Twitter says that it's less than 5%. There's a little bit of a difference between 5 and 20. There's a lot. Twitter chief executive Parag Agrawal, maybe, I had a hard time pronouncing that, defended his company's efforts to fight spam, and Mr. Musk responded with a poop emoji. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Number three. The Pat bus driver who was driving over the Fern Hollow Bridge when it collapsed in January has filed notice that he intends to sue the city. Really? Daryl Luciani and his wife Karen filed a motion in common police court asking the city to provide a number of records, reports, and documents related to the collapse. Um, it says that he suffered serious physical and mental injuries while his wife suffered the loss of spousal consortium. The motion said the city knew the bridge was in poor condition and required repairs, but they hadn't done it. I wonder if he's still working for the Port Authority as a bus driver? Doesn't say. Mm-hmm. But he was driving the 61B right across that bridge at 6.40 a.m. when he fell 100 feet into the ravine. Yeah, you would imagine that he would. That's kind of a scarring experience. I would, I would think it would be. And speaking of scarring experiences, yes. number four. A Florida man with no flying experience who kept his cool while landing a small plane Mm. last week, we talked about it on the show, says the hand of God was with him after the pilot collapsed at the controls. Mm. Meanwhile, a doctor told NBC's Today Show that the pilot has been released from the hospital, calling his recovery a miracle. And that is your top four at four. Very good. All right. Now, we talked about this story, but I have to just highlight a couple Things In case people were not with us on that original day, I have to tell you that Darren Harrison was relaxing with his feet up in the back of a Cessna airplane after a fishing trip to the Bahamas Mm -hmm. when the pilot leaned over and turned kind of turned around and said, hey, you guys, I got to tell you, I don't feel good. He said, I've got a headache. I'm fuzzy and I just don't feel right. Okay, And so this guy, what's his name? Darren Harrison said, what do we need to do? And at that point, there was no response. So Darren Harrison climbed into the cockpit, saw that the plane was diving and fast. He saw water out the right window, and he said, at that point, I knew if I didn't react, we would die. Mm -hmm. So he reached over. The pilot was unconscious, and this guy grabs the controls, slowly pulling back the stick to level the plane. He said it was a common-sense move because I knew if I went up and yanked it, the airplane would stall. I also knew that at the rate we were going, we were way too fast. It would probably rip the wings off the airplane. He said that was the scariest part of the whole story. So he gets the other passenger, who's a friend of the pilot, and they move the unconscious man out of the pilot seat and lay him down in the back. Okay. Darren Harrison jumps in, puts on the headset, only to realize that the wires were frayed and there was no plug at the end. Gone. So he has to grab the headset from another passenger. Imagine what that conversation was like. Give me your headset! How many people were on that plane? Three. The pilot and two guys. Okay. He reached an air traffic controller in Florida, and he said, quote, I've got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone incoherent, and I have no idea how to fly an airplane. Anyway, so uh, they were flying from the Bahamas to Florida. 
the air traffic controller said, okay, what can you see? And he says, I see the state of Florida. And he said, at that point, I just decided I was not going to let fear set in. I had to focus. Excellent. So he said, I'm going to land. I see land. in That's Florida. I'm going to land there, is what he told himself. Um, his wife, Brittany, pregnant seven months with their first child. He said he never considered calling her saying, honey, this is it. I love you. Like he said, I, I, I was too focused on it. Anyway, at about 200 feet, uh, Darren said that Darren Harrison said that the air traffic controller said, just slow down. Okay. So at that point, I told the other guy, the guy that's back attending the, you know, the uh, guy who's Andrew unconscious. Pilot. Right. He said, hey, take the throttle and dump it on the floor. Just dump it on the floor as far as it will go. And a few minutes later, the plane touched down safely. He said, as soon as we touched down, I said the biggest prayer I've ever said in my whole life. Perfect. Thankful for the safety and everything that happened. But the last part of the prayer and the strongest part was for the guy in the back because I knew it wasn't a good situation. Mm. And he's recovered. But he's recovered. Fabulous. How about that story? I mean, you know, you're staying cool under the most pressure-packed situation you could ever imagine. God bless that guy, right? Because people, a lot of people just go, I can't do this. I'm just overwhelmed. Right, just panic. Yeah, right. And right. then all of a sudden you crash. But there they were, hanging tight. I'm glad he talked about prayer as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> if you're not praying yeah. then, man, you got a hard heart. Well, I wonder if he, uh, if he caught any fish in the Bahamas because he caught a whale of a story. That's for sure. And <laughs> you know what else is amazing is <laughs> the physician uh, who's on the Today Show said that the uh, heart condition that had afflicted the yeah. pilot, which caused him to pass out, most people don't live through uh, no an kidding. experience like that. So not, not only did he live through it, but he's recovering. So the whole thing, it's like miraculous yeah. start to finish. I've never been up in a small plane like that. I mean, no Listen, hurry. that scares me. Yeah. I'm not interested in it. Exactly. Like a jumbo jet would be safer. Well, I mean, you know, it, of course. It seems I mean, like it is. I think the odds are, right? Whatever the odds are. But you know, what do they say? It's, you're safer in your car than you are. You're safer, you're safer in an in airplane plane than you, than you are, are in your car. car. Right, which makes sense, right? All right, we'll take a quick break. It, it is election day. When we do come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the polarization in this country and how Christians can talk about liberty in general and the need to cultivate a biblical worldview. How do we do that? Rut Etheridge will join us from Geneva College. It's up in a few minutes here on The Ride Home. Stay with us. WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And Jesus, Dad, wants more out of you, more than just being a fan of Jesus, but to be a follower of Jesus, to commit your life to Jesus. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. I've always been kind of cynical towards advertising, which I know doesn't make much sense considering I'm currently recording a commercial. It's all the fluffy words that make us cynical, right? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a blue light special, but only, of course, if you call right now. It all kind of makes me nauseous, and yet here I am about to say that right now, actually might be a once-in-a-lifetime moment for some of us, and that is the opportunity of a cash-out refinance. Arguably never has there been a moment in time like the last few years where home values have jumped at crazy historical levels, leaving all this extra money sitting inside our homes. 
A cash-out refinance lets you put that extra money in your pocket to use for life. If you'd like to see your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases and up to $500 of your appraisal fees on all refinances. United Mortgage Court, Melvin, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy, where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Today's election day. You probably have another, what, three plus hours to get to the polls. Polls close at eight. Eight o'clock. And when it comes to voting or politics or anything related to it, people are so amped up. I mean, it's just, we all know this. I'm not like breaking any like great story for, for today. But I think it's worth acknowledging that's the soup we're swimming in. That's what it is. And I think the important question we need to ask ourselves as Christians is, I don't think we want to back out of the political process. I don't think... No, we should vote. You know, we need to vote. We, we, need, we need to be involved. But... How do we be involved in a way that's reasonable, right? And that keeps Christ at the center of life, a center of our loyalties, the center of our affections, the center of our time and attention, right? And keeping all our other tribes below that. Because the catch has been, at least recently, that we have raised politics above Jesus. I believe that's true for a lot of people. It's what's happened. And it's a scary thing when you see that happening in the church. And it it corrupts the church, but it corrupts each one of us individually. Because no matter what our idol is, whether you're putting entertainment above Jesus sure. or you're putting alcohol above Jesus or you're putting money above Jesus, whatever it is, idols corrupt us. That's yep. that's the story of yep. the Old, particularly the Old Testament. And it, not the only story, but that's one of the stories that it tells over and over again. you got to serve somebody. You have to serve somebody. Mm-hmm. As Bob Dylan said. From Geneva College, Rutledge Etheridge is with us. Rut's been a regular guest on our show over the years. Here to talk to us about that, religious significance among believers. Hey, Rut, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Hi, John and Kathy. Doing really well. Thanks for having me again. Our pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, Rut. So, you know, each one of us who are listening to the program comes from a different 
uh, tradition, denominational tradition. Mm-hmm. Some people listening to the program, I'm sure, don't go to church. Maybe you've never been in a church, don't know anything about Christianity. So we're all coming at this from a different place. Um, I grew up in a church that encouraged voting. And we got one of those little like... Voter's Guide. Exactly, mm-hmm. the Voter's sure. Guide, which basically said this is... I here's your candidate. Here's your, this is kind of, quote unquote, the way Christians should vote. Right. Our right? endorsed candidate. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, John, you grew up in the Catholic Church. Right. And was was politics or no, voting never, met, never mentioned. Okay, no. right, what about you? Yeah, I grew up, well, really kind of in and out of church. And really, in my own home, there was a certain political identity that was more consistent and talked about and kind of the stuff of life than was um, anything with regard to faith in the Lord. And so those were kind of separate islands in some ways as I was was growing up and never really had them merged, but now see them merged in a really frightening kind of hybrid in our culture at the present. Okay, so you're saying, Rut, that in your family of origin, politics were more of a thing than faith in God of, of any kind? Yeah, this is what we really got stirred up about. And, okay. you know, there was some overlap in some family conversations between uh, Christianity and politics, it, but it never went to the uh, extent of identifying a Christian position in politics. And I think part of that was because I was, was growing up went to what exposure I did have to church was in kind of a, uh, a radically separatist kind of situation where politics was of the world, music was of the world, mm. and so we stay far away from that. Yeah. And then when the inevitable overlap comes, it was really kind of confusing. <laughs> I bet that's an understatement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, so either be immersed in politics and have that be your guiding light or reject it at all costs because it's evil. Those are, you know, two um, opposing viewpoints that could be maintained by Christians, or I guess you could say by uh, by people who are outside the church as well. What did that produce in you? Yeah, it, well, confusion, as already <laughs> mentioned. Um, but it's been interesting, you know, even in, in recent days, and especially in the last um, presidential election cycle, where even popular pastors who are are on record for saying stay away from the involvement uh, in worldly affairs, politics isn't what we do. Um, some of those same ministers were on record saying that unless you vote for this particular candidate, you're not a real Christian. Um, so something has shifted um, in, in our minds theologically. Something has shifted socially to where even those who were once relatively separatist in their approach are now all of a sudden identifying the faith with a particular vote and condemning those who don't vote in that particular way, which, as you started to allude to a little bit earlier, Kathy, is, is where we spot idols. You know, when we, when we abandon best biblical practices because we're panicked about the way culture is going or, or what have you, chances are there's an idol at play that we don't even necessarily know about or acknowledge but has definitely set up shop in, in the temple and is starting to run business more than we realize. Right. So, Rut, as a believer, someone who takes their faith seriously, um, we know that Christ is on the throne, that as we mm-hmm. exit this world, we, if we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ in our lives and live accordingly, we will be with God in heaven one day. We know that the end of the story is a good story ending well. 
But here uh, in the United States, you know, here recently in the past few decades, we've turned politics into such a huge idol. So how is it then as believers, we know the story ends well, but at the same time, we are wringing our hands and doing everything possible. Terrified. Yes, terrified that, you know, mm-hmm. things are going to change the country that we live in, unrecognizable from the country that we grew up in. Where is that dichotomy? How does that disconnect happen to us? I think part of it happened a long time ago and, and really, you know, rooted deep into our history. And it also comes with the identification of certain cultural accoutrements and and comforts with Christianity itself. Um, we sometimes equate the American dream with the biblical vision of the kingdom and where we conflate those two when the American dream seems to be slipping away from us and we feel entitled to it. It's suddenly a crisis of faith. Um, And so, ironically, we resort to very ungodly tactics to try to seize control of the moment and, by any means necessary, try to force our faith back where we think it's being kicked out of in terms of our contemporary culture. So I I think the roots of idolatry run deep um, into our history and certain historical events or perhaps court decisions or personifications in the form of politicians, you know, they they may have um, let loose the latch, so to speak, on all the clutter that we've tried to put into the closet in terms of our cultural sin. Um, But the avalanche is upon us, and and I think we're kind of in in panic mode. And so it's time for some good self-examination under the law of God. And in light of the convictions that you just mentioned, John, you know, Christ is on the throne. Christ is right now in America, causing all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Amen. Jesus summarized the, the, the Ten Commandments in the two, love God with all that you are, love your neighbor as yourself. We can still do that, you know, here and now. We, it may look differently, and we may disagree about how that works out. But I think once we have those biblical fundamentals, those basics established in our hearts and and we calm down a little bit, then we can recognize again what was what was already mentioned earlier that our affiliation is is not fundamentally to any particular party or politician or or political platform. And as Christians, we need to reserve the right uh, to not only disagree with the way that a preferred party is going, but to speak against it and to not have roots in in any of the above, Uh, not because we're separating, but precisely because we're trying to engage faithfully and to show that our ultimate loyalty, come what may in this culture, is to Jesus Christ and his kingdom, uh, rather than trying to force that kingdom into our legislation by ungodly means. Yes. Now, Rob, as you're speaking, I can hear the clicking of radios going off all across western Pennsylvania (laughs) and people screaming at the radio about, you know, how wrong this conversation is. Right. I mean, we are so deeply invested in this. I mean, you know what it's like. You you go to uh, any sort of gathering or even in church on Sunday. This is a dangerous conversation. This is something a lot of people just cannot or will not want to comprehend. Yeah, and and I think, you know, on kind of the negative side of it, in terms of self-examination, one of the things each and every one of us, you know, I'll put myself first in line, you know, because I am interested in politics, and um, one of the things we have to ask ourselves as Christians is, we need to put the question uh, that Jesus put to people before us, 
you know, what does it profit you if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? And when Jesus said that, he, he wasn't saying, what does it profit you if you live an exorbitant life of sin, but then you die and, and go to hell? That's not primarily what he was saying. He says, what if you really do get the whole world? You know, his father's world full of beautiful gifts and, and, and just wonders. What if you get all that? Did you profit if you had to give your soul in order to attain it? And, and when we remember that this is precisely what Satan confronted Jesus with in the wilderness, you know, I will give you this entire world, not that it was his to give, but I think what Satan was saying is, look, I'm out. You know, I will divest this world of my influence if you will just fall down and worship me. And Jesus would rather endure the cross than do that. You know, he would rather follow his father's will in the way that his father had called him to, taking our sin and our guilt and our shame, uh, than to short-circuit the process, give in to the enemy, and, and gain the world illegitimately. And I think what we need to ask ourselves as Christians engaged in the political process in our volatile culture is, are we violating God's commandments in order to allegedly get God back into our, our whether it's uh, schools or legislative halls or, or whatever it is? And if we're abandoning the fruit of the Spirit in order to have a more spiritual influence on our culture, uh, something is profoundly wrong, and, and we are deep, deep, deep into idolatry. And that needs to be repented of. That's Rut Etheridge, Assistant Professor of Biblical Studies at Geneva College. Check out his book, God Breathed, Connecting Through Scripture to God, Others, the Natural World, and Yourself. Rut, we need to take a break, so hang with us. We'll be right back after a couple of minutes. The Election Day edition. Don't forget to vote on the right on. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. When I turned 65, I wasn't sure just how to go about getting my Medicare benefits. I tried to look things up on my own, but the websites were so confusing. I wasn't sure what plan or carrier would be best for me. But then I found Chapter, and they made everything so easy for me. Chapter compares thousands of Medicare insurance plans nationwide, and they were able to recommend the best plan for my needs. My advisor was so helpful, he helped me find a plan that covered my doctor and had an affordable monthly premium. I'm saving hundreds of dollars a year and I get better coverage than my previous plan. 
And best of all, talking to my chapter advisor was completely free. If you're turning 65 or already 65, you too can maximize your Medicare benefits. Call chapter today at 800-449-8905 to speak to an advisor. That's 800-449-8905. Because the best side of 65 should be your best chapter yet. Urban Impact Foundation hosts the 10th Annual Man Up Pittsburgh Conference, June 11th at Victory Family Church in Cranberry, 7.30 to 3 p.m., a day to encourage men in their calling to love God, their wives, their families, and the fatherless in their communities. With Ryan Shazier, Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, Ed Glover, and over 25 powerful speakers to help you maximize your impact in your home, neighborhood, and city. Man Up Pittsburgh, June 11th. Register at manupittsburgh.com. Sharing sides is good. Getting enough so you don't have to? That's finger licking good. Choose three large KFC sides, like secret recipe fries or creamy mac and cheese with eight pieces of tenders or fried chicken when you get KFC's side lover's meal. Order now on the KFC app. Prices of participation may vary. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to wordfm.com to enter. That's wordfm.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 44. Turning cloudy tomorrow with a passing shower in the afternoon will reach a high tomorrow of 67. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with showers mainly early, the low 59. For Thursday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a high Thursday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. From Geneva College, Rutledge Etheridge joins us, where he's assistant professor of biblical studies. Rutt is also the author of God Breathed, Connecting Through Scripture to God, Others, the Natural World, and Yourself. We're talking on this election day about politics, specifically what it is to be a believer and honoring God first and foremost. Right. We've got it backwards. Yeah, so so honoring God first and foremost, though, Rutt, doesn't mean that you don't vote Engage. or you don't. Uh, you're not a part of a political party or you don't have opinions. Um, I think that's what's hard is, is I'm sure that there are people or I'm guessing that there would be people listening to our conversation who think, well, what these people think that, like you said, that particular denomination rut says you should just you know completely disengage. I don't believe that at all. Um, I just want politics to have its proper place in my life. Um, so talk about that, Rut. How do you... How do you find a happy medium? How do you see political engagement? Yeah, that, that's such a complex question. And, and I think it, it starts with kind of taking a, a step back and, and looking somewhat panoramically at, at the issue of, of Christian liberty in general. You know, for example, even on that issue of, of voting and, and political engagement, even though I personally believe that's an effective means of, of, of working toward uh, what the Lord would have in society and in certain contexts, the essence of Christian liberty or, or the, the meaning of Christian liberty and the reality of it, I think, really has to decide both how we engage and to some extent if we engage. Um, you know, it's Christian liberty is, is freedom to do or not to do based on the idea that 
whatever I'm going to do is for the glory of God and, and the advancement of the kingdom. And so, especially in our day, I, I would be sympathetic to people who would say, yeah, I want to wash my hands of the whole mess. Um, I, I would question if we actually can do that practically because we're so involved in this American political context, uh, somewhat unprecedented in history, the way we have things. Um, but the sentiment is certainly understandable to maybe want to stay away a little bit, but that would hopefully presuppose that you're active in other ways, that you're engaging in your community, that you're having conversations, that you're seeking justice and, and you know, loving mercy and pursuing these things that, that God says to pursue, whether it overtly wears a political label or not. I think there are more ways to participate in the body politic, you know, that, that is our culture. Um, again, personally, I do think uh, voting and, and, and being involved and especially supporting uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who have demonstrated an integrity to their profession, and it's not just lip service, um, who are running for office, I think is is an important and, uh, and vital step if that's the way that we're going to engage. It is. Yeah. It is an essential step because, yeah. you know, why, why, why do we submit to authority? Because God tells us that they are instituted instituted for our good, right? Um, so, right. so rejecting, yeah. So I don't think rejecting the political process is really a tenable proposition. No, no. But it's at just the same figuring time, out how to do it. Well, and to do it well, because what's happened now, and I think we, we've all seen this. We, I'm sure, we have family members or friends who either have gone from one extreme to the other, right? Some people we know have become so far left, mm-hmm. they're unrecognizable. Other people have gone extremely far right, and you go, wait a second. So, Rut, I'm sure that, you know, in our circles, I mean, I've seen this. I've been at gatherings where you can feel the room bristle whenever this conversation comes up. And I wonder about those people who have, you know, and I don't think this is sort of out of out of tune here. It's become like a a golden calf. It's become like you're a, a cult-like status. So I wonder about those people. And, and, you know, myself as well, how do you come back home again? Is there a reset button where you go, you know what, I'm watching way too much cable news. I'm way invested in this candidate X or that person this. I need to come back to God and and humbly submit myself before God. And yeah, recalibrate and let the politics take a way back second seat. Yeah, I think so. And I think so much of it is, is what you just mentioned, you know, on the, on the very practical side of it. Uh, the book of James is, is such a wonderful guide. Um, first of all, it calms us down by telling us to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. And if we find that certain contexts or certain issues are, are just incendiary to us and we can't keep our mouths shut, then something is wrong, not necessarily with the context or even with the issue itself, but in our hearts, inability to handle it in, in a godly way. And, you know, so similar to, to drinking, you know, if, if you know that even a little bit of alcohol is going to send you off the rails, then even though there may be Christian liberty to drink in general, you need to stay away from it. You need to detox, you need to make wise decisions based on where you are in the Spirit's work in your life as to what is actually good and godly and productive, whether that means checking off of social media for a while uh, or more positively, I, I think it can mean finding a believer who comes at things politically differently from you 
and sitting down and, and not having an interrogation, but having a genuine Q&A, you know, my profession of faith angles me in this particular direction on this particular issue. You seem to be the opposite for some reason. Please tell me why. And, and not as a pretense to rebuke, but as a genuine, I want to understand because my first and foremost desire is to honor Jesus Christ. And if I'm wrong on this, and especially if I'm caught up in some kind of idolatry and self-deceit, which of course I can't realize until someone points it out to me, then, then I want to hear that. And, and I think that humility will, Lord willing, go a long way to calming temperatures um, or calming the, the atmosphere and cooling temperatures in the room whenever topics like this get brought up. That's good, right? I mean, today of all days, right? I mean, this is like for a lot of people, it's like Christmas Day in a way, right? They see mm-hmm. this, what is happening here. And, you know, and of course, we're not saying the whole conversation is based on this premise that we need to be as believers engaged in the political process, right? That we shouldn't turn our back on this. This is vital mm-hmm. to our local community, our city, our county, the nation as a whole. At the same time, if we have made politics that golden calf, something is clearly wrong in our lives. So mm-hmm. the, the way back to Jesus, uh, that's essential for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, being back in his word, you know, spending more time in scripture than on social media, perhaps. And again, that's not to demonize social media, but but we need to know what our triggers are. You know, we need to understand what incites the idolatry within us. And that can only come in, in reflecting upon God's word and, and really uh, prayerful um, times before our father and, and in conversation with our brothers and sisters and with unbelievers as well, because one of the things that's become very clear, you know, to those who want nothing to do with the church is, is we're giving them reasons for that in some ways, by the way, that we have gone, uh, you know, losing sometimes our ever loving minds when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. And I know of situations where churches are just about to split mm-hmm. um, because pastor and church leaders have preached a certain political view um, and done even more than handing out the uh, the voter guides, Kathy, that you mentioned earlier. Uh, it's, it's become a matter of practical fellowship, if not official fellowship in church bodies. And that's, yeah. that's just terrible. Yeah, doesn't help any of us. Um, Rhett, this is a complicated topic. I want to thank you for being willing to go Way there with us this. today. Um, for anyone who's listening to the program who wants to weigh in, um, we'd be happy... Should we open up the phone lines? Let's do it. Sure. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Anything about um, how you as a Christian are engaging with the political process. We're trying to find a way forward together that's healthy, um, that's fully engaged, but also reasonable. Um, So give us a call at 800-320-8255. Rut, thanks for your time today. Thank you both so much. That's Rod Etheridge. Check out his book, God Breathed, Connecting Through Scripture to God, Others, the Natural World, and Yourself. Very good. WORD. Feel weary? Unsure how to focus on the things that matter? Here's some help. In Heart Happy, staying centered in God's love during chaotic circumstances. From best-selling author and speaker Trisha Goyer, sharing tips for finding soul-satisfying joy and peace for overworked and underappreciated moms. This book isn't about adding another item to your to-do list. It's about staying tethered to God. Sign up to win this month's Word FM Book of the Month. Click the Contests tab at wordfm.com. Hey, Earl. 
Did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, what will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Where else can you get a high-quality mattress made right in your community? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our local approach to manufacturing is a key part of our factory direct operation. We hand-build our mattresses and box springs right here in Pittsburgh and sell them directly to you in our own local stores. That means we can offer a better mattress at a better price and the best value. Stop by your local OMF location today to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. OriginalMattress.com. Research shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash. It's the easy and smart way to save. Now it's all been said, so if that earphone was out, put it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. It's complicated to do politics. Nothing. Well, clearly, I mean, we, we haven't done it well here, no. right? Uh, where are we in, in our country? I mean, I've been around, I've been around long enough to, to see the temperature that people are so off the charts angry at each other. I mean, this is split friendships, families, mm-hmm. or certainly workplaces, you name it. We have made politics God in, our, in ourselves. And it, the, the disappointing thing is, in all of us is that, you know, God is supposed to be our God, that we have placed Christ on the throne above all. We've said this forever, mm-hmm. but now we've switched gears. It feels as though a lot of us have made politics our God. And that's so incredibly dangerous and disappointing as well. And it's unhealthy. But it's also hard to tell when we've done that. You think? Yes. I think it's very hard to do an assessment of self and say, no, wait a minute. Have I gone too far with this? Are my opinions? I mean, this is part of being a wise adult is you're constantly examining your own motives, assessing your the words that you say and the things that you think, and it's always it's never easy to know when you've gone too far. So we're taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. We're talking election day politics here. Have we gone too far, or 
Are politics important in your life? And how do you do it well? How do we do it well? Let's go to the phones. Uh, this is Jim. Hey, Jim, you're live with us. What are your thoughts, please? Well, um, can't say for sure that I do it well. I don't think do many things well, but I do my best. Uh, I just feel like it's a civic duty at this point. I, I used to be way caught up in this, but as I've gotten older, I realize God already knows the results of these uh, elections. I'm not going to fret over it. I'm going to pray about it. Do the best I can, and then I, I got to serve the one that's in front of me the next day to better serve him. Um, and and I agree with what John said. I think we we have made politics our god, and it's ugh, it's that's not a place I want to be or need to be. And um, you know, it's a civic duty, but you know, uh, my politics is not going to define me. Um, I'm a child of God. I serve Christ, and and that's where I want to be. And I got to stay there and, and and get away from the inclinations. That that side is incorrect and they're bad and right. you know because I, I make a lot of mistakes and certainly a lot of people I voted for turned out to be not too good so I don't have all the answers and I never will so I'm just trying to stay in that space and then get home and eat a sandwich. <laughs> Wait, but don't, healthy, Jim. before you leave us, Jim, you said you used to be all caught up in it. How did you go from being all caught up in it to it, it, it sounds like where you are now? Well, I, I think um, my faith has is, is grown stronger and more important. And just seeing just the, the division and the, the nonsense that is out there on TV and whatever. But yet, when I walk the streets of Pittsburgh, I, I don't see everybody talking about politics. So I'm like, I don't understand this. I, I don't see us at each other's throats. I just don't see it. I know there's there's a there's a percentage on each side that are just really incensed about this but i think most people get along i have friends in across party line my whole life but it got kind of ugly in the last few years and there's people won't talk to me anymore i don't know why i don't you know i i'm i don't align myself saying that i'm you know of a certain party but you know i okay i vote a certain way but that doesn't again I like to talk to everybody because I, I want to learn, you know, how to be a citizen in this community. I don't have all the answers, um, you know, and it's just it's just sad. Uh, it's just, but you know what? I think there always was division. I mean, you read back to the, the you know the Federalist Papers. Oh, sure, right. Going on back then, sure. Too. So I also try and remind myself it's not just now. But you know what? I also don't want to not vote. A lot of people just back off. Mm -hmm. That's not really good either. I mean, no, I right. do have a civic duty. Right. Yeah. You've got to be part of this. Yeah. I think the, the the big difference is, of course, you know, the, the boogeyman always is, is mass media. I mean, if you yeah. spend 15 minutes watching television or online, I mean, these, you get either, these negative ads. You get ads, either angry or afraid. Oh, my gosh. It's just it's way it's just so overwhelming. And, you know, Jim, you said that you didn't feel like the you don't feel like the average person is that antagonistic. And I think you're right about that. But I think that the people who have the loudest voices are. And so they trick all of us into thinking that everybody's like that. Yes. And don't you think that the one thing is, you know, I'm older, I'm almost 60. When I was younger, it seemed like the, the people who had level heads you know, you heard from the most and the other ones you didn't hear so much. Now, you know, it's the ones like you just said, that, that the scream the loudest that we hear the most and the level headed people can't get a voice. Yep. And, yeah. and, yep. and that's it's very sad. I agree. Hey, Jim, good phone call. Appreciate the wisdom. Yeah. I mean, Thanks look, a lot, Jim. I remember, you know, I've said this before. When we were kids, we would, you know, on election day around the dinner table, we would say, who did you vote for? And my parents would always say, 
none of your business. Yeah. And my my dad used to say, you never ask anybody how they voted. Yeah. It's a sacred thing in a way, right? But in my house growing up, my dad was a Democrat and my mom was a Republican. Uh My dad was Catholic. My mom was Protestant. So there was a lot of- Back and forth. And there was a lot of differences. (laughs) But you know what? You just, you tolerated them because the family was more important. Right. I mean, how many families cancel each other's vote out? <laughs> you know that's true, yeah, right? It happens a lot of times, and we laugh about it. Such is life. Okay, we need to take a quick break. We're talking election today, uh, politics. We just want to try to do it well. Right. We want to engage. We have to engage. It is our civic responsibility. And I, I do think, Jim's. Uh, this is true, that there is a center here that tends to hold, although we ignore it. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-655-7569. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-655-7569 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-655-7569. What do you have to lose? Call 800-655-7569. Again, 800-655-7569. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirley'sburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. Try Life Center. A faith-based pregnancy and family resource center in Lower Borough is hosting their annual Walking for Babies event at Northmoreland Park on Saturday, May 21st. To register online, donate, or learn more, visit event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. That's event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. Or register in person on May 21st. Try Life Center, helping families succeed. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. What happened to quality customer service? These days, it feels like most companies just treat you like a number. It can be difficult to find a real human to speak to when you have a question or need assistance. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have a customer-focused philosophy. We offer an educational, no-pressure shopping experience because we want to help you find the right mattress for you, whether you buy from us or not. Visit an Original Mattress Factory today to see the difference quality customer service makes. OriginalMattress.com Okay, we're going to leave politics behind for a while. 
Okay, I was telling Kath, um, Saturday night we made our first visit to Rita's, which, of course, and that custard, the gelati. It's good. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, anytime you go get an ice cream cone, it, it always feels special. Yeah. Kind of fun, right? Yeah, sure. Whether it's Dairy Queen or what? Brewster's. Yeah, Brewster's. Um, well, there's a ton of places around. Are How there about, still a Tasty Freeze? Is that still a thing in Pittsburgh? I'm not sure about there was, that. Did you know that was that a yeah, thing sure. in yeah, Swiss Tasty when Freeze, you were growing yeah. up? Yeah. Dairy, the, Swissville, the Dairy Delight in Swissville oh, is open. Dairy Delight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, my brother-in-law. Is that to uh, Dairy Queen like Winkies was to Burger King? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sort All of, right. you know, the, the back way. Sure. In. Okay. Now, my brother-in-law in Aberdeen, South Dakota, is famous within family circles, and I believe in Aberdeen, South Dakota. They used to do this thing called singing and slurping, where my brother-in-law makes homemade ice cream. I mean, like gallon after gallon after gallon. And then he would invite their friends over, bring an instrument, the banjo, the fiddle, idea. whatever. And there'd be like 50, 60 people. All He said, bring an instrument and a spoon. And my brother-in-law would make all this homemade ice cream. Now, he oh would make crazy ice cream just as a counterpoint. One year, we showed up. He made cheeseburger ice cream, which was, you know, everything's the vanilla base. Right. And then there were chunks of ground beef oh and my, cheese. Oh, my. That's so gross. Pickles that's in there. That's so gross. Well, listen, he was way ahead of the curve because I'm seeing this article in the Wall Street Journal about weird ice cream. Yum, no, yuck, weird ice cream flavors churn up discord. Now, there's an ice cream manufacturer, Jenny's. Jenny's famous ice cream, I think they're somewhere out of Ohio, where they're making bagel ice cream, pizza ice cream, uh, you name it, all kind of weird ice cream flavors. Would you do that? I love the sweet salty combination in anything. Yeah, like the caramel. Yeah, salted caramel. Yeah, that's bring really good. that. My kid, that's my kids' go to. I love that. Yeah, but pizza ice cream is taking it to another level. That just doesn't sound like that works. And I've seen that everything bagel ice cream. Yeah, that she, that Jenny's making. Right, I've seen it on Twitter multiple times. That sounds disgusting to me. How about this? Kraft is now producing. Mac and cheese ice cream. That's gross. Mm-hmm. That's gross. Mac and cheese. We ta- I remember uh, Christy and I talked about that one time when you were on vacation. Yeah. You voted that down, right, Christy? I did vote that down. Yeah, it's, yeah I would vote it you down would as try well. It? You I wouldn't think, try it? No, I think it's gross. See, how about... Uh, how about the, Christy, does the everything bagel ice cream sound good to you? No. Okay, thanks. Phil- uh, how about cheesesteak ice cream? Cheesesteak? No. Yeah, like Philadelphia. No. Right? No. Um, no. Sriracha? No. Can you imagine what that would no. be like? Mm-hmm. And wasabi makes mm-hmm. me sick. Yeah, yeah. The thought of that is gross. I don't know. It's, to me, I don't eat a lot of ice cream. Right. So when either. you eat it, to me, it's kind of like a special treat. So I tend to stay in my lane. Which your lane is? Well, okay. So like um, if I'm buying like a store-bought, if I'm going to go to Giant Eagle after the show. Yeah. Politics notwithstanding, I'm going to do Ben & Jerry's Cherry Garcia. It is hard to support oh, them. Oh, my gosh. It is, but so yeah, what? Right. Yeah, the ice cream, the ice cream is, is so good. It's fabulous. The Cherry Garcia, chunks of chocolate and maraschino Is it vanilla cherries. ice cream or is it chocolate ice cream? It's chocolate. The base. It's so good. Christy, what are you getting? Maybe cookies and cream. Cookies Some type and, of cookies. Yeah. By who? 
Oh, it doesn't matter. Really? I mean, if I'm going out for ice cream, I'm going to Pages down the south side. Okay. Oh, of course, of course you right. are. Pages. Yeah. yeah. That's a great hangout spot, too. Right? There's something about communal ice cream as well, right? Everyone's I know. I've together. never been to Pages. Oh, it's a Pittsburgh landmark. Yeah. I don't know how I've missed that. That's yeah. in the south side. Yeah, yeah. Kind of far south side. Yeah. You know, way down the road on the south side. Okay. But it's great, you know. What about you? Um, uh. Praline pecan. Oh. Or pralines and cream is what it's called mm-hmm. from Baskin Robbins. Very nice. And also their mint chocolate chip from Baskin yeah, Robbins. Yeah, that's pretty good too. They shave the chocolate. That's very good. Would you do a banana split? Is that, or is that too old fashioned? I, I love it, a banana split. I don't split. like the whipped cream. Mm. I don't really want to go with the <sighs> pineapple. Yeah, I'm doing or that. The oh, you don't? I think I just want to do the bananas and chocolate. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, under fire from parents and politicians. President Biden's administration announcing steps to ease the nationwide shortage of baby formula. The FDA says it's streamlining its review process to make it easier for companies, including foreign manufacturers, to sell formula in the U.S., Also, regulators reaching a deal with Abbott to restart its Michigan plant, shut down for contamination. Commissioner Robert Califf. The FDA expects that the measures and steps that it's taking with Infoformia manufacturers and others will mean more and more supplies on the way or on store shelves moving forward. None of the steps expected to have an immediate effect on those searching for formula. Abbott says it will take 8 to 10 weeks, and supply chain issues will affect other companies' turnaround times. I'm Julie Walker. The Dow is up 399 points, the Nasdaq 281 points higher. This is SRN News. About to compare a pepper shaker to a cat. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, 
you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. The Bible. Scholars have debated it. World leaders have quoted it. Nations have fought for it. And now you can experience it like never before. From world-shaping history to present-day events, come explore the most impactful book of all time through interactive exhibitions, immersive galleries, and breathtaking artifacts, where ancient stories and modern technology come together to bring the undeniable impact of the Bible to life. Museum of the Bible. What's in it will surprise you at museumofthebible.org. This is jaw-dropping. 2,000 Mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. Cell phone geo-tracking tells the truth behind the 2020 election conspiracy. Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. This is organized crime. They have ruined election day in the United States of America. That's provable. See the proof for yourself. 2,000 Mules. Watch it or buy it today at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 44. Turning cloudy tomorrow with a passing shower in the afternoon will reach a high tomorrow of 67. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with showers mainly early, the low 59. For Thursday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a high Thursday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. You see things of note, and uh, the time goes by. We want to talk about this, because I saw this a couple of days ago. More than 107,000 Americans died of drug overdoses last year, setting another record in the nation's escalating overdose epidemic. The Centers for Disease Control uh, said uh, Wednesday of last week. The provisional 2021 total translates to roughly one U.S. overdose death every five minutes. It uh, marks a 15% increase from the previous record set just the year before. So what's surprising, this is surprising to me in that I thought, from all my reading, that we had reached a plateau of opioid deaths. Yeah. But apparently we have not. That the carnage will continue. Well, I think, just guessing, I mean, I've looked at several articles about this. I'm holding one in my hand from uh, NBC News that talks about how with the COVID pandemic and our attention to physiological issues, um, we've often overlooked the epidemic of loss which has touched families, communities across the country. So people are dealing with the death of loved ones, the death of friends, you know, that sort of thing. But also something that the article does not address is that the prolonged isolation is so detrimental to mental health. During the pandemic. And now. Yeah. I mean, the pandemic still goes on. I'm sorry to tell you. How many people do you know right now who have COVID? I know. I I bet I know 20 people who have COVID right now. I know a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... So you combine all of that. So you think about opioid-wise where things were before COVID, and then you add 
COVID and yeah. all the associated stresses I'm onto from it. Home or I'm not working, I mean, right? It's just so the um, the biggest rise statewide in um, in opioid deaths as percentages. I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking sure. the percentage change from 2020 to 2021. Vermont saw the biggest rise. There was a 70 percent increase. In opioid deaths. Uh-huh. Holy smokes. 70% well, increase. Well, you would think, I mean, look at Pennsylvania or West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia sort of led the country for a long time in opioid well, deaths. So West Virginia's second, mm-hmm. 62% increase. So West Virginia, again, was already high. Right. And now it's 62% higher. Also, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Tennessee. Those are the uh, states with the biggest increase. Now, you know this. If you've had to go get a prescription drug, right? I mean, I, I had shoulder surgery over the pandemic. I mean, they were so intent on me, you know, a very, very short throw of painkillers. You know, the medical profession, thank goodness, has finally woken up to this. Of course, you know, conversations like this or books, a dope sick. Um, the book, which was turned into a Hulu miniseries with stars Michael Keaton, what a wake-up call that is. Yeah. If you've not seen that or if you want to read the book, I mean, Dope Sick, it's, it's an incredible indictment of the Sackler family and how they just flooded the country, the world, with opioids. Uh, the good news is I would think that – well, I, here again, I'm – I saw these numbers and I was really shocked by them that the peak continues to rise. The se- a 70% increase is so incredibly sh- Okay, so you mentioned your shoulder surgery. Yeah. Um you had shoulder surgery during the pandemic. And I had a kidney stone during the pandemic. <laughs> right. So both of us were prescribed painkillers mm-hmm. and both of us happy to receive them. Yes. Um I was terrified to take uh oxycodone. What? What, you thought, well, why why was I terrified to take it? Because sure, you're not, a, but you don't have addictive tendencies in your you. Well, I mean, I probably have some addictive tendencies, but not to a sub. It has right. not been demonstrated in a substance. I mean, you give me those things, I'm like, woo, right? You know, I had to be, I had to be very careful. Yeah, just how I am. I'm wired for that. Right. So, did you take some? Uh, yeah. Okay, because when I went into the hospital, the ER, uh, I was in. Very bad shape. And so uh, they gave me Toradol and they gave me fentanyl. Mm. And I received both with incredible Glee. gratefulness. <laughs> yes, you did. I will be honest. Yeah. But when I went home, I they gave me oxycodone and I just, I, I, I didn't take it. I was just so terrified of really? it. Really? Well, it's kind of funny. I have like, um, um, I think people do this. I have like a little film canister that I carry with me in my car. Okay. And there's like um, Advil. Advil, Tylenol, and, yeah. right. I was going in the other day. What I found, I found one. Did you really? Yeah. I have thought about it daily since. Is that right? There's one in there. And I'm thinking, oh, well, look at that. There's a little treat there, Johnny. I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. It's just that, you know, so I see that. You see the billboards, you know about people's deaths or or lawsuits that you can be part of. I mean, there are certain personalities, I've raised my hand here, that we are so weak to that. Yeah, sure. And of course, you get your doctor prescribing you this, and you think, well, the doctor knows best. He's not going to run me down the wrong path here. Well, the doctors were lied to as well. So they were over-prescribing for something that was deeply addictive, which they were told it wasn't addictive. And all of a sudden, hundreds and hundreds and... I'm sure millions of people have passed away because of this. Yep. Heaven yeah. help us. I know. 
It's, and, and again, it's just another one of those things in life that has its proper pain relief like that has its proper oh my, place. Does it ever? Right? Thank goodness I mean, it's there. Believe me, when you're trying to get rid of a kidney stone, that's a serious help. Yeah. Right? They sawed my shoulder off. Right. It's kind of an important moment yeah. that you need a painkiller. <laughs> right. right. But it's so easy for us to take it, to, to abuse it. It's just so easy. And I, I just have to be honest, I don't trust myself, <laughs> which is why I'm going home and drinking an Arnold Palmer. That's all I can manage. All right, coming up next, uh, we're so excited to have Dr. Reda Ibrahim with us. He's in the on-deck circle. We're talk- going to talk about the Arabic Church of Pittsburgh. It's next. Very interesting. Tuesday edition, right home. WORD. This week on Truth For Life, we're examining more letters from the risen Christ. We'll learn why the true church is not only a living and loving community, it's also long-suffering and loyal to Christ. Learn the essentials of believing and behaving properly on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. So I found a new fear last week. I walked into my doctor's office and there was nobody at the front desk. Just one of those little silver bells that said, please ring. I crept my little finger up to it, trying to just barely touch it. But sure enough, it sounded like a giant air horn going off. It's Ryan. And the goal of this commercial is for our faith and family mortgage team to say, don't be scared to smash our bell. Maybe you're thinking of buying a new home, but you don't know what the exact details would look like. Maybe the value of your current home has skyrocketed the last few years. Most have. And so you'd like to see what it would look like to cash out some of that newfound equity to use for life. We chose Word FM specifically, and we're committed to super serving this station for the long haul. So ding that bell away. No question is too dumb. No pressure will you ever feel. We our United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. Whew, that's a lot. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage lender license number 22672. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road. But I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. One of the
the great things about living in an urban atmosphere is that you never quite know what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? There's a little bit of a sense of, I don't know, a city is an exciting place. It is. Things are always changing. Yep. There's always forward motion, Mm -hmm. right? There's always something new going on. And we're fortunate in Pittsburgh because it's kind of, kind of a small town if you're comparing it to New York or Chicago or L.A. Um, But it's a diverse town. And I think it's becoming more so. It certainly has over the last 10 years since I've been particularly paying attention to it. Um, And so... To that end, as Christians, how much more important is it for for us to celebrate our diversity? Because um, God's told us himself what the kingdom of heaven is going to look like. And it's going to be from every tribe, from every nation, from every people, and every language. So it's not just about yinzers. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Exactly. The kingdom of heaven is larger than that. So we're happy to have uh, Dr. Retta Ibrahim on the show today from the Arabic Church of Pittsburgh. Dr. Retta, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you, John and Kathy, for inviting me uh, to speak about uh, the Arabic Christian Church of Pittsburgh. Yes, uh, Doctor, the pleasure truly is ours. So uh, I guess the obvious question is, tell us about the uh, the Arabic Church of Pittsburgh. How long have you been gathering? Where are you located? Just those specifics. Okay, um, I, I will speak in two language, language if if. If it's okay. Yeah, sure. Go first, right ahead. <laughs> okay. First, I will speak in, Arab, in, in English, and uh, uh, after that, I will speak in uh, Arabic. Okay. Uh, so, uh, actually, the, the Arabic Christian Church of Pittsburgh um, uh, started uh, many years ago as uh, a small fellowship uh, on Saturdays. Uh, every two weeks. Uh, and two years ago, the Lord gave us vision uh, to start uh, official church. Hmm. And the Lord arranged for us a private building. Hmm. So now we have uh, our own building. Excellent. Yes. And we started already as an official church. Uh, we worship uh, every Sunday at uh, 3.30 p.m. Uh, our, churches, uh, our church serves all Arabic speakers. Okay. All, so all, you said all Arabic speakers? Yes. From different Arab countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always aim to offer uh, practical love to everyone from all different backgrounds, cultures, and religions. Fabulous. Yeah, actually, we believe uh, we are here in Pittsburgh for for all Arabs, especially uh, the refugees. As you know, uh, after the Arab uh, Spring, uh, there are more than, uh, I think, uh, 15,000 uh, uh, people who speak Arabic uh, in Pittsburgh. 15,000, Doctor? Yes. Fabulous. Yes. Okay, now, uh, Doctor, you, you want to speak in Arabic because I know that as we invited you on the air, you told your congregation and family and friends that you were going to be on the radio. Some of them, of course, are, are conversant in English and others are not. So you also want to speak in Arabic as well. Yes, yes. 
uh, before speaking Arabic, uh, uh, I'd like to uh, mention uh, when you come to our church, uh, to our building now, you will find uh, the flag of the United States and uh, a flag for every Arabic country in, in the church. Fabulous. So, and what, give, me some, give me the names of some of those countries, doctor. Uh, like uh, uh, Egypt, of course, and uh, uh, Sudan, mm-hmm. and uh, Lebanon, and Syria, uh, Iraq, uh, uh, Tunisia, Fabulous. Uh, uh, Al- Algeria. We, we are open for all the Arabic countries. Uh, now, uh, if, if, if it's okay, I will speak in Arabic, so uh, the Arabic uh, uh, people uh, can understand uh, me. Yes, yes, please. Okay? Yes, you go right yeah. ahead. Yeah, okay. In the past, the Arab Uh, 
رقم نيسان C601 بيكم بتليفوناتكم لو عندكم أي أسئلة تليفوني هو 412-636-3042 That's Dr. Retta Ibrahim, Arabic Church of Pittsburgh, speaking Arabic to the more than 15,000 Arabic speakers here in Pittsburgh. Um, Dr. Ibrahim, our time is short, so I want to make sure to ask you about the refugees that you mentioned when we were talking at the beginning of our segment here. You said you specifically exist to meet the needs of refugees. Uh, talk about where refugees have come from and how your church has stepped in. Okay. Uh, actually, most of the refugees uh, 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 come from uh, Syria, uh, and some of them uh, come from Iraq, mm-hmm. but the, the majority from uh, Syria. Uh, and, and most of them uh, live in uh, Carnegie area and Crafton uh, uh, Heights uh, area. Uh, and, and we like we like and we always uh, uh, like uh, to welcome them and to help them in many ways. So they are very welcome to come to the church or to call us uh, to ask for any help in many ways. We are here and we are ready to help. Fabulous. So Dr. Ibrahim, I'm just being an advocate here, I imagine our listeners are thinking, what would that be like? I mean, when you go and visit a church, of course, all different you know Christian denominations, the, there's a variety of different worship styles. Um, if if we went to your church, would it follow along you know a sort of similar pattern? Is there there's music, there's preaching, fellowship? I mean, it feels like a, yeah. you know a Christian church, but it's just in Arabic. Yeah. Yes, actually, we we like uh, evangelical church, uh, and 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 now uh, the church belongs to uh, the Alliance Church. Uh, if you read about the Alliance, but uh, we agreed with the Alliance Church that the church is open for everyone, uh, and so uh, if you come, you will see our style in. Uh, uh, in worship, which uh, is good and acceptable for uh, everyone in the church. So, uh, from many uh, uh, backgrounds, uh, uh, when you come, you you will feel uh, 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 at home. <laughs> we try to do that. Of course, it's not easy, but we try uh, to make the church uh, the church for all. Uh, Arabic. Yes, excellent. That's very good. Accessible for all Arabic people here in Western Pennsylvania. Dr. Ibrahim, can you talk to us about you personally? We're always interested in people's stories. Now, especially you're coming from far afield. Pittsburgh is not your home. Can you talk about Jesus in your life and and how you came to faith? Sure, sure. Uh, Actually, I am from Egypt, and uh, I grew, grew up uh, in a Christian uh, family, yes. and uh, uh, my my faith, I always I say that my faith, like uh, Timothy, uh, faith, 
uh, because my father and my mother and almost all the family are uh, uh, Christian, uh, born again. Uh, and actually, I can say that uh, my father uh, had uh, his ministry with his business. So I, I learned it, uh, the Christianity from uh, my father and my mother. And uh, I can say uh, when I was uh, 18 years old, uh, I accepted Jesus Christ as uh, a savior for my life. And uh, I decided to stay all my life for Jesus Christ. Uh, and before coming here to Pittsburgh, I had ministry for uh, 25 years in Egypt. Wow. Uh, yes, uh, as uh, a Presbyterian pastor. Uh, and and before starting the church here, I came to Pittsburgh to study my Doctor of Ministry in National Leadership in Pittsburgh Theological uh, Seminary. And after finishing my Doctor of Ministry, I had a very special call from God to come to Pittsburgh and to start the church and to have the ministry for uh, people uh, who speak Arabic uh, from uh, many backgrounds. Fabulous. Wow. This has been such a pleasure to meet you, Dr. Retta. Thank, thanks so much, uh, Kathy and John, for inviting me, and thanks for your beautiful program. And I will uh, pray for you uh, for the glory of God. Yes. Amen. And we, we for you well. as well. Yeah. Dr. Retta Ibrahim, he's the pastor of the Arabic Church of Pittsburgh. It's in Glenshaw, Glenshaw, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just good. I mean, we see the nature of what it is, a little slice of heaven on earth, where all tribes, all nations will come together to praise the name of Jesus Christ. Very, very good. We'll take a quick break, step away. Uh, what's up next? Does this make sense? Does this make sense? It's our daily feature here on The Ride Home. Back in a few minutes. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Try Life Center. A faith-based pregnancy and family resource center in Lower Borough is hosting their annual Walking for Babies event at Northmoreland Park on Saturday, May 21st. 
To register online, donate, or learn more, visit event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. That's event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. Or register in person on May 21st. Try Life Center, helping families succeed. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to wordfm.com to enter. That's wordfm.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 44. Turning cloudy tomorrow with a passing shower in the afternoon will reach a high tomorrow of 67. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with showers mainly early, the low 59. For Thursday, we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a high Thursday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub, to me, is like a throwback to like 1972. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, sold as like the cure-all for mm-hmm. the common cold or mm-hmm. what ails you. Right. To be honest, I've not used Vicks VapoRub probably since 1972. Is that right? It's just something, you know... It's kind of fallen out of favor, at least in the Hall household. Fallen out of favor? Yeah. So, so you're saying it doesn't make sense? Well, I guess if I was super, 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 super duper sick, I'd like to ask some. Well, you've been up. sick since 1972, yeah, and but you haven't reached for it, so you, I haven't. you must not think it makes a lot of sense. I just, maybe it was trendy. <laughs> trendy. <laughs> it was trendy. Hey, hey, come on over. We're all going to try some Vicks Vapor Rub tonight. Well, Let's see we're going to have a little Vicks Vapor Rub party. I'm just curious. <laughs> No, I, I don't. You don't, I don't think, think it, it makes make any sense. sense? No. Do you think it makes sense? I think it makes all the what? sense. What? You've used I it? Have I used since seventy two? I I use it all what? the time. What? 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 Do you you mean guys, all the time? I love Vicks vapor. What? Listen, it's the craziest. So maybe you're having an allergy. Maybe it's not a big allergy. Maybe it's just a little allergy. So you just take a little bit of. What? You just rub it there under the nose. Just a little tiny. Really? That's great. Say you're sick. Say it's not a cold. Say you're just feeling poorly. 
you just rub really? a little bit on your chest and you just lay down and put a little towel over you? Feel good. What if you're super congested and then you put it in a pot of boiling water and then you put a towel over oh, your head and you smokes. breathe it in? Or you go, what if, like my grandma, when I was little, she used to make, if I was sick, she used to make me eat. This. You should never do this, oh, by the way. You should the never time. do this. Eat a teaspoon of Vicks yep. and a shot of whiskey. My dad did I this. was like five. Right. was revolting. Yeah, Don't ever do that. A shot of whiskey. But all the rest of it is the bomb. All right. I love everything about it. I'm not saying Huge it does Huge proponent. It makes all the sense. Okay. It makes sense. The way you put it, you yes. sold me on Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Does this make sense? In light of the Penguins' flame out, Ugh. does it make sense to root for your home team? Because uh. you know what? It really doesn't feel so good. More often than not, it's like you're carrying an open wound around. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Whether it's the Steelers or the mm-hmm. Pens or the Pirates, right. you know... It's difficult to love your team. So I kind of think, what I turned when I turned it off the other night, as soon as they, the Rangers scored that goal, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to watch any. What are we doing? It's a waste of time. It's right. a waste of money. It's certainly a waste of emotion. And energy. So, so it doesn't feel like, you know, it's a good thing for me. Like, no, it makes all, it totally makes sense. I don't think it no, does. It lifts your spirit up. I mean, there's a risk always, but the reward? Come on. I'm I'm not so sure about it right I don't now. Think it does. I, you know. But so does it make sense? No. 101.5 WORD. I had somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. That's the WordFM.com slash night out. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out. For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access Tower, Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. How does the loss of memory affect our spiritual life? How can the church more effectively care for families touched by Alzheimer's? Find out June 16th as Trinity School for Ministry presents Experiencing Alzheimer's, Forgetful but Not Forgotten. A special event with Dr. Carol Harold, M.D. 
By improving our understanding of the changes in thinking and behavior caused by Alzheimer's, we can more effectively address the needs of those with it. Cost just $25. Register now at tsm.edu slash interterms. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Have you heard the term, John, compassion fatigue? No. Okay. What is that? Well, mental health professionals are tossing this word around. If you Google it, you're going to come up with a lot of hits right now. Um, It's a term used when there are several continuous, large, and difficult events happening, causing people to get run down from always feeling the need to help. Okay. So let me just bring up a couple of these things. COVID. Racial strife, war in Ukraine, economic woes, which include gas prices or formula shortage, mass shootings, supply chain issues. Then we have mass shootings. Then we have mental health issues like um, opioid addiction. Mm -hmm. We just talked at the beginning of the hour about the incredible incredible skyrocketing percentage of uh, opioid deaths in 2021 versus 2020. So you look at all of those things. Plus, you could enter into that if you wanted, since we're talking about Election Day. We had a presidential election cycle that was extremely contentious. Um, we're about to have another one in a couple of years. Where did that come from? Yeah. And uh, so all of those things together are causing people to wear down. Compassion fatigue. Compassion fatigue. Like, uh, it's too much to care about. Right. And that's what it is. It's too much to care about. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we have phones. We have the internet, wherever you want to get it. We've got cable TV. We've got radio, social media. Podcasting. And a physician who is um, interviewed for this article on newson6.com, is the one I'm reading, said... Um, Being realistic with what you can do in these situations is important. She says it's often not possible for you to be the person to fix a situation, especially when it's something huge. Like any of these things that we mentioned, they're not, they're just not fixable. I mean, and those are the big things. What about the micro things like you're caring for your kids or taking care of your parents or your own health? Mental and physical. Exactly, exactly. So that's, spouses. so that's one of the things that's involved in compassion fatigue is that people become spent. People are becoming spent on these larger issues. They're becoming emotionally invested in an election or in, in a formula shortage or they're reading about the war in Ukraine or the shooting in Buffalo on, over the weekend or whatever it is. And then as a result of that, They're not doing basic things to care for themselves, like they're not exercising because they're watching cable news or they're not eating well because they're so depressed. Mm -hmm. They're doing like binge eating or something like that. Right. Um, And so the advice from medical professionals is this. 
try to go and join and accompany people on whatever the journey they're involved in, whether that's your neighbor, that's somebody from your church, whether that's your dad or your child or whatever it is. But really try not to go into it with the thought that you're going to rescue them or save them because it's just not realistic. So we had Jason Sharon, who's the um, the priest who cares for Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie a couple days ago. And um, we talked about this issue. You know, he has friends. He, he studied in Ukraine for seminary. It's where he met his wife. He has family that are there. But he can't solve it. It's too big. Can't, One person. Can't fix the war. Right. Can't solve the problems with medical equipment can't raise all the money to help people can't get people out but if you get your mind only in that space then you don't think about the things that you actually can do mm-hmm. so jason has taken it upon himself to think on a micro level and say look okay i know people there i'm going to focus on my friends who are pastoring their churches and I'm going to ask my friends to – we're going to raise money for those people in particular. I can't save Ukraine, but I could maybe save this one family or maybe help to save this one church or whatever it is. And That's the, that's the problem with compassion fatigue is that you don't get to that last step because you're too spent on the initial steps. Well, it's kind of like – it's interesting when we'll do – you know help to feed a child for a year, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. The picture of mass starvation, right, in countries around oh. the world, that's so gigantic. But when you distill it down, like you're saying, to a child, I can do this. For, that makes all the sense in the world, right. doesn't it? However, this was a few weeks ago. We were talking to a pastor, not on the air, and the pastor said, you know, I just came uh, from hospital visits. And I was doing hospital visits for a long time, but I'm a little burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even at a micro level of looking at someone in a bed. It's so hard. But you've done that for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over decades of time. You would lose your compassion in some way, I would think. I just, or you would just get worn out. Burn out by it. Like like your, your compassion develops a, a callus. Mm-hmm. That it's so much, so hard to bear everyone's ills, everyone's well, weakness, and everyone's you can't, sadness, and you can't bear it all. That's the that's the number one thing, right? So, if you can, if you can be present for the people who most immediately need you, your mom or dad, your Kids. son or daughter, your neighbor, your sister, your friend, or whatever that is. Um, and if you have a, the type of relationship where they could care for you also, you know, there's there's Reciprocal. a give it, there's a give and take there, yeah. then that's not going to get you, according to professionals, into a compassion fatigue situation because there's a give and take. But if you think about something like a mass shooting that you are kind of mentally obsessing on, then you're just taking 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 you know what i mean you're just taking in information taking in information and you're not there's nothing that you can really do and so it becomes so imbalanced that you become emotionally unhealthy we have to find a way to not sink into that space well you see this as well you know you see like you know 
young moms getting together for a glass of wine, mm-hmm. right? And, and, it, and all of a sudden it becomes like, I need that community so much that, and I, of course you get that, right? I mean, sure. you need to blow off some steam. I'm not right. saying, you know, you should go out and drink and blow off all this, but th- it becomes a thing for people mm-hmm. that I, it's so necessary to gather together to share that heartbreak or the anxiety or the fear or the worry or all those things that drive yeah. anyone, what, you know, whatever the moment you're in with the com- whether it's your children or your parents or your whatever, everybody needs that thing. So how do you go from a safety net of people that are like-minded who are that, you know, you're together sharing these experiences because you don't want to feel alone because that's, you know, that drives that compassion fatigue. But at the same time, something dangerous, like, you know, all of a sudden I've got a drinking problem because I'm hanging out with these people. Exactly. Right. Well, like everything else, being an adult, it's so complicated, right? Because you, a good thing can turn into a bad thing pretty fast. Okay, but let's okay. So let's focus on doing a healthy thing. So you were talking about having a group of people. Say that you're a young mom and you have two other friends who are people young in the moms, neighborhood, right? Um, when my kids were little, my um, husband's a musician and he's also a teacher, and so he um, was teaching during the day. And then when it came time for the weekend, he would work Friday and Saturday night. Doing gigs. Doing, playing music. So he was gone a lot. So he was gone a lot of the time. So I had two friends who were married to musicians and had little kids. Mm -hmm. And we just kept each other sane. Now, we did not go, we were, we were really strapped financially, all three of our families at the time. So we didn't go out and like have big dinners out. We never had big parties, but we'd often go to each other's house, bring our kids you know, and they could play with different toys. Do you know what I mean? Because it was in somebody else's sure, house. We'd have a little bit of a break. It's just enough of a buffer, right? That you feel like there's some give and take there. Right, right. But what if you took that group of people, you're, say it was me and my two friends, and what if we did something for a family in Ukraine? Hmm, I see. So you could kind of combine it. Right. Right? Something small to something larger. Right. And there's a payoff on both ends. Yes. And so the compassion fatigue, I, I think, would be not as pronounced because you're sharing it with other people. And you know you're actually doing something productive. Like, say, I'm going to call up Jason Sharon at Holy Trinity Church and I'm going to say, look, I have two friends and we um, have put together – we have $75 between us and we want to donate it to a family. Can you tell us? Here's a care package. Here's a care package. Right. Or we're going to do whatever. And he says, okay, great. You send it to me and I'll make sure it gets to, you know, whatever this church is and I'll, you know, tell you about them and I'll, anyway, so it would kind of make you focused on doing something of value while also not being overwhelmed at an enormous task that you really cannot solve. Well, that's good. I mean, more power to you if you can figure that out. Some way to deal with compassion fatigue because it is too much to take in the, the grief of the families and the mass shooting over the weekend in Buffalo. The absolute crushing nature of what has happened in Mariupol, dealing with an election today and people feeling very divided about that, and thinking about how we're still in a pandemic as much as we want to keep saying we're out of it. Yeah, we're still here. I don't know. Life is so difficult, isn't it? I mean, it's so hard just to live day to day. And, you know, considering where we are, you're at the top of the pyramid. I mean... 
you know, if you're living in this country, we're better off than most people in this world. But even yep. still, it's just hard to be alive. Yep, it is. And one of the problems, doesn't get any easier. Don't you think one of the problems we have is just how much information we have? Part of that, and I, and I also think it's you know looking over your shoulder at your neighbor. Well, they have mm-hmm. that, so you know. Yeah. The Joneses, they seem happier than those people, you know, than our family. So we should strive for that, which drives you into credit card debt sure. or, you know, gambling addiction or alcoholism. Some or kind an of, affair or, or whatever. whatever it is. Right. There's always something out there to buffer, to ease the pain, to relieve the stress, to make things just to push that stuff away for another day. Because, you know, like that's why everyone, oh, it's hump day. As though we're living for Wednesday and then, and then we're Saturday. Gonna, so we can, so Friday can get here faster. Kind of, and then no, what? I can't do that because the find, weekend is very short, isn't it? I find myself like Saturday at eleven o'clock in the in the morning. Yeah, like anxious. Yeah, like all of a sudden I'm anxious. Like, wait a second, it's Saturday morning, and like, I've how been, about the grief of Sunday night? It's eight thirty. Do oh, you have that grief? Like Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Ed what? Sullivan. Was he on at 8.30 on Sunday? Ed Sullivan was on at 8 o'clock on Sunday. And I, I would see Ed Sullivan on Sunday evening and I'd go, that guy. Uh, and that would be like, he, Ed Sullivan to me equated Sister Pancratius. <laughs> that I knew once I saw Ed Sullivan, soon I would see Sister Pancratius. Who was your teacher? Yeah. Okay. One was part of the other. <laughs> and I Sister wonder if Sister Pancratius knew. She didn't have the Beatles. Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, everything feels like it's out there, and when the th- when the thing finally comes, you it's can't like grab, sand. You can't hold on to it. No, nope. the sifting sand mm-hmm. through your fingers. You can only be so happy. You can only take in so much beauty. You can only enjoy a meal so much. And it goes by so quickly that's, that you have to ramp up to the next thing. That's life on Earth. That's so brutal. It's, it's it so really hard. Is. Heaven help us, it right? It really is. And no wonder everyone's, you know, you, if you believe in Jesus, you're looking forward to heaven because you think, oh, eternity? Sounds pretty good to me. Yep. Sign me up for that. Yep. When we come back, Hidden Cinemas kick off four months of rooftop movie nights in downtown Pittsburgh. It'll be a short movie. <laughs> Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. 
The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy, where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. Sharing sides is good. Getting enough so you don't have to? That's finger licking good. Choose three large KFC sides, like secret recipe fries or creamy mac and cheese with eight pieces of tenders or fried chicken when you get KFC's side lover's meal. Order now on the KFC app. Prices of participation may vary. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Like to go to the movies? Love to go to the drive-in. Now there's a combination of two of these things at rooftops in downtown Pittsburgh. 425 4th Avenue in downtown hosts something called Hidden Cinema. They kick off four months of going to the very top of a building, 32 seats on the top of this building on 4th Avenue. And over the course of these four months, different movies are chosen every weekend. You sit there in a very weird, fun, intimate setting and watch Airplane or Star Wars or whatnot. Wait, on a big screen? Well, uh, fairly, yeah. It's certainly not a movie-sized screen. Okay. And certainly not, you know, a 52-inch screen at, at home. It's somewhere in between. But you can see, you know, like, it's a wonderful life. And there's, like, folding chairs. Oh, right. They're like patio chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. I would like it very much. Yeah, very Wait, much. Wait, I, well, I can't picture where 4th Avenue is. 4th Avenue. I know where 2nd Avenue is. I know where 5th and 6th and 7th are. But I can't picture where 4th is. Yeah. Um, I can't help you on that, to be honest. If you don't know, then I don't no, know. Because you, know, you spent about... 20 times as much time downtown as I have. I, mean, I should know this. 425 4th Avenue. Um, it's, I don't know where it is. But I, I like to go there and see this this movie, right? See any kind of movie on top of a rooftop. It'd be kind of fun. Okay, so does, it did it um, – did this – is it a cinema that's doing this or is this no, an organization? No, it's, it's an organization. And here's the weird thing. They've just closed a venue in Las Vegas and now they've come to Pittsburgh. And they want to see what it's you know how it operates in Pittsburgh. Really? So they did the same thing there. Yeah, in Vegas. And now they're reinventing. So did they publicize what movies they're doing on what night? Yeah, they do. They've got a schedule here: uh, multiple screenings every weekend through September. Notting Hill, uh, okay. Airplane, Juno, Mad Max, Moonlight, Fury Road. Uh, okay, there's Christy. Thank you, Christy. So Fourth Avenue. Uh, oh, it's down by Point Park. Of course, it's down by Point Park. Uh, oh, okay. So right around PPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Because I know where third is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you could park in a PPG lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is, I still, I think it's still $5 
after six. Well, on weekends. downtown Pittsburgh at nighttime, you can park, you know, pretty much just about anywhere. Well, but after we talk about it, these, this thing's going to be flooded. So yeah, you get a little ticket down. I don't know, something you know, just a fun night. However, I still need to go to the drive-in. We're going to the drive-in next Tuesday. You going to want to come? Me and you. We're invited. Friends of ours are saying uh, Top Gun. Oh my gosh, Christy, have you ever seen Top Gun? Um, parts of it. I don't think I've ever seen the There's whole movie. There's Top Gun 2 coming out. That's what this is all about. I, have, I haven't I have seen Top Gun since the very first time I'd I saw it, it when it came out. It's a great drive-in movie, right? So The Danger Zone. Next Tuesday night, I believe. The Smiths are inviting us. Are to, they? Yes, they are. Anyway, rooftop, inside, at the drive-in. Movies are great. Go out and enjoy yourself. Fabulous night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.